Loving and holy God, if we were to now take time to speak out loud all of the blessings that you have showered upon us, we would be here certainly for the rest of the day. Help us to be grateful people, people who are aware of your blessings, countless ones every single day. Help us to focus on how you have blessed us and not be sucked into our culture that would have us focus on what we do not have. So, Holy Spirit, we ask you to come now and speak to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I will never forget going to Cirque du Soleil, the Circus of the Sun, the circus from Montreal, a few years ago here in Seattle. How many of you have seen that remarkable uh, performance? If you've ever experienced, experienced it, you have not forgotten it either. What an amazing spectacle. The things those acrobats and performers can do. I mean, do they have bodies like us? I don't think so. I want you to imagine the high wire act with a man not just walking across the tightrope. They had a man riding a bicycle across the tightrope. High above us. Or see in your mind's eye the trapeze artists. They were spectacular too. And do you remember what they have underneath the performers ready to catch anyone who might falter or be off balance that particular day? I can see the very large safety net stretched out all the way under the performers, providing security in case of a mishap or to prevent an absolute disaster. Do you sometimes feel like you're walking a tightrope, frantically trying to keep your balance? I know I do. My daughter leaves for college tomorrow morning. <laughs> or you're swinging from a trapeze, desperately hoping to time your swing just right to catch the next trapeze. Maybe you feel that if you get off balance a little further to one side or the other, you'll come crashing down from your high wire. Or you feel that your teammate, or maybe even God, isn't there to catch you as you fling yourself through the air, as you try to live this life of faith. Some of you have recently come crashing down. You've lost your job or your marriage or a relationship, your health, your direction, even maybe your hope. This summer we're looking at the Psalms as a guide to show us how to pray and how to be refreshed. I chose Psalm 103 because it speaks to me when I'm feeling off balance, shaky, stressed out, overwhelmed, fearful, hurt, depressed, or when my faith is wavering. When I'm feeling this way, I need to know if there's a safety net in life. Who or what will catch us when we come tumbling down, when we fall off the tightrope, or we can't even catch the next trapeze? Psalm 103 tells us about the safety net which God provides. 
God's goodness and steadfast love for us. God's unfailing goodness is the only safety net I know of that is big enough, wide enough, strong enough to catch us all when we fall. God's goodness is demonstrated through all of the benefits and blessings God offers us when we choose to follow and obey him. I think God's great love is like a huge safety net, always there, always supporting us, even when we can't see it or we can't feel it. God is for us, not against us. If only we could live as if we truly believed that. God is always there to catch us. Now, if you have been in any kind of drought, to change the metaphor for a moment, I pray that the showers of rain this morning, the absolute deluge of rain this morning, will speak to you of God's abundant blessings. So we can grow in trust, knowing that we have this safety net. We can begin to relax and rest and risk, knowing that God is in charge and we don't have to be. Yes, that can even be good news for people in Bellevue. We can learn to feed our faith, not our face. We can learn to feed our faith and not our fears. We can dare to face our fears and with God's help overcome them. Psalm 103 is a psalm of thanksgiving and gratitude to God for all of his blessings that are always available to us. Don't you think it's the best benefits package you have ever seen or heard of or could ever hope for? The writer of the psalm reminds us not to forget or ignore all of the benefits from God. Listen again to the list. Forgiveness of every sin, past, present, and future. Healing for every disease. Being saved from whatever pit you find yourself in. Being crowned like royalty with steadfast love and mercy. Being satisfied with good throughout your life so that you feel young again and have renewed energy and vitality. God's blessings of goodness include his forgiveness, healing, rescue, steadfast love, mercy, renewal, faithfulness, and compassion. The psalm begins and ends with the instruction, bless the Lord. Now, do I wake up every morning full of praise and ready to bless and thank God with my whole being as the psalm tells me to do? Unfortunately not. Remember the difference between the person who wakes up in the morning with, good morning, Lord, and the one who greets the day with, good Lord, it's morning. But if you want to be refreshed and learn how to pray, start your day before you do anything else by blessing God. Begin the day by thanking God for all of his many blessings, so many of which we take for granted. In times of trouble and challenge, such as job loss, diagnosis of serious illness, chronic pain, the breakup of a relationship or a marriage, at those times, it can be very hard, I know, to bless God. But it's more important than ever to do it then. But how do we bless God when we're feeling that life and even God is against us? When things are not going the way we planned or hoped? 
when we're counting our losses and disappointments, our fears and our pains, not our blessings? How do we pray when we're overwhelmed by our present circumstances, when we feel ourselves falling off the tightrope or the trapeze? Here are some suggestions. Surround yourself with people of faith from whom you can borrow hope. Meditate on scripture. Remind yourself of God's faithfulness in the past. Remember your own faith history. Recall the times God has shown up and proved faithful and trustworthy in your life in the past. And write those experiences down so that you can be encouraged by them. And so can your children and grandchildren. Keep a prayer journal of answered prayers. My family had the blessing this summer of going to England to celebrate my parents' 60th wedding anniversary. And by the way, I did succeed in traveling much lighter than I have managed before. You would have been proud of us. And I was invited to preach at my parents' church in Exeter, the first time I've ever preached in England. And guess what the date was? The 4th of July. (laughs) Which, if you had any doubt that God had a sense of humor, now you know he does. One of the great things about going on a short-term mission trip, which the singles mission team did to Antigua, Guatemala, only two weeks ago, is that you come home with a new appreciation for simple things. So when you talk with God in prayer, begin with blessing God before a single request or demand or complaint is on your lips. The psalmist reminds us, don't forget or ignore God's blessings. And this helps us pray with confidence and trust, knowing that God loves us with a steadfast love. That God's safety net is always in place. If we fall, he's always, always there to catch us. So the first thing to do as we start the day talking with God is to bless, praise, and thank God. The second thing to do is to believe that God wants to bless us even more than we can imagine. Open yourself to receive more of God's blessing in your life. And take notice of all the blessings that are already there. On the singles mission team, we had ample evidence of God's steadfast love and provision. Becky Hyder here from our church is serving with the Arms of Jesus Children's Mission for a year. And she was in charge of us for the week. And that was a great blessing for us and also for her. God is using her in a wonderful way in that ministry. Now, we found out only one week before leaving that we would have the opportunity to take over the mission school for the whole day on the Friday so that the teachers could benefit from an in-service training day. Now, this would mean engaging 100 children in meaningful activities in the morning and another 100 children for the afternoon session. There were 11 of us on the team. Quite an assignment. But God already had a plan in place. The safety net was there. Mary Helen Dowling's friend, Elta, just happened to be a member of our team. And she had taught for the Mercer Island School District for 30 years. Did we ever have a principal for the day? 
God, I bless God that I didn't have to worry one moment about that assignment because Elta by the very next day had it all figured out. We knew exactly who was teaching which class. We knew when and where they were moving. And we must, we taught at least seven periods, I think, and recess, and it went wonderfully. The third thing is to realize that we have been blessed so that we can bless others. We experienced in Guatemala this summer in a powerful way how, how blessed we are as we're used by God to bless others. At the end of our day at the school, the children and the teachers sang for us. The principal thanked us. And then in tears, I thanked them on behalf of the team. And then 100 children and the teachers all came up and hugged us. Like the music ministry abroad, the flow of love and tears, blessings and gratitude to God that we are all one family. And we received so much more than we could ever give. We are all called to be dispensers of hope. People come to my office on a regular basis. They're not looking for advice. They're longing for hope. When people have lost hope, they need to be able to borrow hope from someone else. They want to be reminded that God is for them, that God wants to bless them, and that they are called in turn to bless others and that they have the ability to do that. Especially when your circumstances would have you believe otherwise. We are blessed to be a blessing. God doesn't pour out his blessings so that we can hoard them or boast about them. Blessings are supposed to be given away to bless others. I'm sure you already know the wonderful thing about God's economy is that blessings like love multiply as we give them away. I'm not telling you anything new. This isn't something that you don't already know in this wonderful congregation. You are blessing people far and near through the many ministries and mission partnerships of our church as we've just seen with Barney's wonderful report from Journey with a Village. But you know, you don't have to travel any distance at all to find opportunity to bless others. You can do it by something as simple as a smile, a hug, a word of encouragement or affirmation, or simply listening to someone, truly listening. Try it in the narthex after the service. Many of you do on a regular basis. Praying with another person is a wonderful way to bless them. And I encourage us not to say, I'll be praying for you, and then rushing on by. Actually stop and do it. Remember to bless your family members with your words. Parents, remember to bless your children. Grandparents, bless your grandchildren. Jesus calls us to bless even our enemies. And remember that God wants to use what you love to do to build his kingdom. He wants to use your gifts and strengths. But God also invites us to get out of the boat, to step out of our comfort zone and try new things so that we can bless others. Dare to ask God to show you where he would have you serve to bless someone else out of sheer thankfulness to God for all the ways he's blessed your life. You'll be blessed more than you can imagine as you reach out and serve others with God's amazing love. Now, how do you think God might want to use you to be a blessing in someone's life 
this week. Maybe you'll have an opportunity like Carolyn Nick did last week, which she has given me permission to share with you. Last Monday morning, I went early to pray with Carolyn and Ed um, at Overlake because Carolyn that day was going to have a mastectomy. She was very aware and very grateful to all of the people in this congregation who were praying for her. After the surgery, she told me, God was with me the whole time, giving me strength. She felt confident and at peace. God provided an excellent surgeon. That wasn't my clever choice, she said. Carolyn found herself sharing a room with a woman we'll call Joan. And Joan had wanted a private room. She was very anxious. And Carolyn let her know that she was there for her. And in fact, Carolyn cared for Joan throughout the night. Joan asked Carolyn why she was doing so well. And so Carolyn was able to share with her about her relationship with God and Jesus Christ and about the people who were praying for her. Carolyn prayed for Joan and she was able to go to sleep. Carolyn told her about the Alpha program here at church. The blessing for Carolyn was that she could see God at work through her. Blessed to be a blessing. She had had difficulty in the past praying out loud for anyone else, but she found God giving her the words. She told me that God simply led her, and it felt right. She told Joan about relinquishing our fears and the things we can't control to God. She shared with Joan and her husband how God had worked in her life. How Carolyn blessed Joan that night and in turn was blessed by God over again. As we move the church towards Jubilee, our 50th anniversary, we're all being challenged to reach out and bless others in new ways as we give ourselves away by demonstrating God's love for everyone. We have indeed been blessed in this congregation, and we're called to continue being a blessing to Bellevue and way beyond. I remember to ask God for a poem for today, and here it is. Blessed to be a blessing. Lord, help me to bless you every day. I want to thank you and remember to say how much I love you and bless your name for saving my life and healing my shame. Lord, help me to bless you every day even when it's the last thing I want to say. When times are tough and my heart is torn, when I'm weary and hurting, doubting and worn. Lord, I want to bless you every day. However I'm feeling, I want to say how much I love you and I believe in you. Please help me, Lord. I want to trust you. Lord, help me to thank you every day for life, for love, and help me to pray, to speak with you honestly from my heart, to count my blessings is a place to start. Lord, help me to praise you every day. May my joy overflow as I hear you say that you want me to be a blessing too, so that others will want to get to know you. Lord, I want to listen to you every day. Please show me the part you want me to play in blessing your world with your love and grace 
so that others may actually see your face. Lord, you've blessed me to be a blessing. I know that this is true. I want to remember to bless you first and then to let your love shine through. Loving God, please show us, each one, how you want us to be a blessing to others. Help us to open wide our arms and hearts and minds to receive your blessing, and then it can flow right on out to bless others. It's in Jesus' powerful name that we pray. Amen.